Welcome to the Saturday Night Adult Party, or SNAP as we like to call it, because we snap all the time. Yeah, and that That's song right. just makes me snap all over the place. Well, there you go, and that was my <laughs> intention. 
My name is Victor Govea. I am the host of the Saturday Night Adult Party, along with my co-host, Pepsi Mama. Ah. And Mama is out there just waiting for us to get a hold of her. Yeah, sure am. Yes, so, we yes we are. So to to hell with this program. I mean, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm ready to have action. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, this is a show where we talk about sex, sexuality, and relationships from a blind perspective. And remember, if you like what you're about to hear, hit that like button. And don't forget, you can subscribe to us on our YouTube page, Saturday Night Adult Party, or at Saturday Night Adult Party. That's the that's the way you can look for us, or you can follow us on our Twitter feed or on uh, excuse me, or on our Facebook page. Whose blind life is it anyway? Um, we are going by who at Blind Who's on Twitter, so you can find us there. But those are the three places we go live. Of course, for those who aren't listening to us live, you're listening to us on podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome for welcome. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. If you're <laughs> listening to us there, uh, don't forget leave us some comments and rate us where on whatever podcast uh, service you're listening to us. Uh, go ahead and rate us. Uh, you know, give us a five star if you'd like, or one star. I don't know. I don't know. I actually don't know how those rating systems work. I just know that they do somehow. Uh, I should warn you this program deals with sex, sexuality, and relationships in. Excuse me, plain uncensored language. We talk about everything from pussies to dildos to cocks to fucking uh, to everything you can possibly think of. And um, there might be something you might not like like to hear. So we do... We do encourage this to be an adults-only program. Uh, Hopefully, you are over the age of 18 when you uh, watch this program. If you're not, we hope you're watching with or listening to us with an adult who can possibly explain things to you or, at the very least... uh, well, I don't know what the adults are there for. In fact, I have no idea why they're sitting there listening to this with you. But suffice it to say, viewer discretion is advised. Lastly, of course, we are sponsored by Eden Fantasies, the one-stop shop to enhance your pleasure and your sex life and relationship. Go to Eden Fantasies, spelt with an S-Y-S on the end, dot com, and get your sex toys and everything else you could possibly want there 
prices are amazingly low. Uh, they are based in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, at least that's where I've been contacting them. Uh, please make sure you check the description box for the different discount codes. And uh, right now you can get a free $29 gift. Wait, $29? No, sorry. I, I misspoke. I misspoke. Uh, with orders of $29 or more, you can get a free gift uh, with your order that they will give you or send your way along with your order. Uh, and again, you have to hit the link in the description box. Uh, you cannot find this link anywhere on the site. You can only get it in the description box. Having said that, today is going to be a triggering program. Uh, trust me when I say I have no idea what the fuck that means. <laughs> I just know people use it all the time. And, uh, well, the fact is we, uh, we are going to be talking about incest and molestation. Now, I can only assume that triggering means it may cause people to have post-traumatic stress disorder. Or what's called post-traumatic stress disorders. Um, and, you know, that can occur after a person is traumatized by certain events in their life. And we are not meaning to have that bring up any bad memories or anything. But we are going to be talking about this sort of thing today. Um, we haven't actually talked about this part, this, uh, topic in our show, and I thought it was past time we did. Well, Monica and I thought it was past time we did. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have to give Monica credit where credit is due. I mean, she's the one that thought of the topic. Yeah, Buster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> So with that in mind, I do ask that people be extra sensitive to the topic um, at hand. And because we're live, um, I'm going to ask Monica to fill in right now because I've got to close my browser. Okie dokie. I thought you were going to set your zipper. But. No, because my browser is <laughs> yeah. seems to be stalling and I can't get past it. So. Well, guess what? I think I can handle it. All right. Good luck. <laughs> um, yeah, as he said, this can be a very um, <clears throat> traumatic and um, sensitive topic. I mean, it's, I, I have experienced some of it. 
and um, <clears throat> I actually, when I was a little bitty girl, about three, uh, my uncle Roy <clears throat> um, played with me one day. He, he was supposed to be looking after me and my sister, and uh, he he started messing with with me. And uh, of course, she threatened my sister, who was just five, threatened to tell on him. <laughs> and I have to admit, first it intrigued me because. It just seemed like one of those things you weren't supposed to do. You you would, uh, uh, you know, one of those things where you'd get in trouble if you got caught. Um, because I was always having adults tell me, uh, get your hands out of your panties. And... Um, Because I was intrigued by how that stuff worked down there. <laughs> and so, um, so it, because it was such a big secret kind of thing, um, I didn't mind what was happening at the time. But it did concern me when I found out that he was doing it with my sister all the time because I just, I, I didn't, I, I got to a point though where I didn't want that kind of thing happening. And uh, somehow, you know, it didn't feel right to me. It only felt right to me that first time just because it was something that I knew I could get in trouble for. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> well, he would have been the one to gotten in trouble at that age, but you know, uh, <clears throat> good Christian kids don't play with themselves. <laughs> so, um, and then, but I think the the thing that really got me as far as uh, uh, molestation is concerned is that. Um, you know, my daddy, I, I've talked about this before. He had this thing with wanting to uh, play with my titties in front of people, reach out and grab them and start rubbing the nipples. And uh, I had to smack him one time to get him to, to finally to stop doing that. He told me, he told me I was his and he could do whatever he wanted to, to me or with me. And so, and I told him, I said, well, you do that again, and I'm going to slap the shit out of you. And, you know, I'd, I'd watched him beat up on my mama all the time, so I was ready to take take up for myself. I didn't, you know, it didn't bother me. And uh, so, sure enough, he did it one more time, and right in front of his friends, I hauled off and knocked the shit out of him, just like I threatened to do. And... Um, then we had this um, this friend of um, my parents. He started coming on to me when I was 14. And, um, of course, he was married with four children. But, um, <clears throat> so...
one morning, uh, he came over to the house. I think uh, uh, I, I, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't think his wife was with him that time. Um, but he had to go to the. Um, he had to go to the bathroom, and my room was. You had to go through my room to get to the bathroom. Or no, you got to the bathroom just before you got to my room. But he got finished doing whatever he was doing in the bathroom. And he came and stood in front of my door looking in at me. And um, so, and then he, 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 he got to breathing hard. Uh, and, and I didn't move. In fact, I hid my head under the covers. And, um, finally I heard my mother, um, tell my daddy to get him out of there. She, that he was in there with his, with her daughter and he didn't, she didn't want that. And he came in there and he finally got him, uh, got him out of the bathroom, but I didn't get up until he was gone and you know it's just um so but i think the worst the worst shock that i ever had with uh incest or molestation was um my sister um she lived in ohio for like 24 years she married moved up there and um but she, uh, her daughter, Miranda, she started sleeping with um, her uncle Jeff. And um, so she ended up having three kids by him, three little boys. And, of course, you know, they don't do that kind of thing now because they've gotten into church and all that sort of thing. But um, you know, that just really shocked us for a long time. And um, her first little boy's name was Michael. And he... Um, And before my mother and my Aunt Paulette knew um, what was happening, they happened to mention to me one day how much like Jeff he looked like. And it wasn't long till, uh, till it all finally came out. But um, she was like a grown woman before it came out. And so, uh, you know, if, if you want to make comments or share us one of your stories like that we'd be glad to we'd be glad to listen and to hear it or if you don't want to that's fine too but um we just we tell stuff like this because we want people to know that there's a place they can come to um i find that a lot of times blind people don't have anybody that they can go to to talk about these things and so that's why we have this program 
Um, so we, you know, it, it's not just so we can get up here and talk dirty. We want to inform people and we want, you know, we, we want you to have a support system. Um, Victor, are you back? Yes. Oh, ooh, my ear. <laughs> I've been so, back for a while, actually. And well, uh, you're right. Although we do want people to enjoy themselves too. Well, yeah, I didn't mean that. I just didn't want <laughs> I just didn't want it to sound like that we were just a Yeah. You're dirty. right. Absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I agree with everything you said. Well, I'm right all the time, aren't I? Well Well, <laughs> <laughs> I can name a couple of times, you know, just saying. <laughs> oh, I, I was right then. You just didn't want me to be right. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, she's right. I mean, the fact is, if you want to uh, approach us or talk to us, uh, you can, I mean, you can contact us either on our Twitter feed or, or on our Facebook page. Um, of course, we are also available on Facebook through Messenger. Um, I'm also on Skype, uh, and I can give that out. But at the end of the day, you can always email us and and. Talk to us if you need help. Send us an email at Saturday Night Adult Party at gmail.com and we will try to help you as much as we can. We know that these issues are not easy, we know that these issues are not. Um, simple but we do try to listen um, I am a professional counselor by trade um, and Monica has been around 60 or so, so some odd years and uh, yeah you just depressed me I'm four years younger than your four years older than your wife that's right. Yeah. <clears throat> Having said that, there isn't much we haven't heard. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, when you've heard about strippers being forced to prostitute themselves just to stay in the country, you kind of get used to hearing all kinds of shit. Well, the whole human trafficking thing is just, just. Oh no, this wasn't a human trafficking thing. Well, she no, was, but I'm just. She was stripping, and her employer was forcing her to oh, prostitute gosh. herself with, with the customers. And he kept her passport. That's why she came to me. So, uh, it was. It was often that we saw that I saw people who were going through stuff like that. And 
in a lot of ways, I see I was bound by confidentiality. The fact is, what these people were telling me, I couldn't tell anyone. Right. All I could do was be there to listen to them and support them and hopefully ask them to talk to the police. Um, when I was working doing this, uh, we didn't have the resources that we have now. We have much, many more resources than we than we used to back in the nineties, and um, oh, back in the seventies. And you just keep reminding me how old I am. <laughs> no, back in the nineties when I was actually working. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying, you know, you didn't have it in the nineties. You didn't have it in the seventies for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, here in Toronto, we actually have. A police unit that is assigned to sex uh, sex victims. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen the Law and Order franchise, um, and specifically the Special Victims Unit, who handle only sex cases. Well, not sex cases, but special victims cases. And we sort of have a unit like that here in Toronto as well. Um, so this sort of thing is not something that is ignored anymore. Mm -mm. Now, I am going to try to lighten the mood a little bit because I can hear these Bible thumpers yelling at us that we shouldn't be talking about sex on the internet or anywhere else for that matter. We should have decorum. We're both Christians and Catholics and blah, blah, blah. Well, if you go that way, then we should be talking about this because based on what the Bible says, we are all brothers and sisters mm -hmm. from one family because it all started from Adam and Eve. So Adam and Eve had to fuck in order to have their kids and their kids had to fuck mom in order to have their kids and so on and so forth. That's right. It had to happen. And I managed to notice that the Bible completely glossed over that information. But aside from that, in more current times, civilizations like Egypt and Rome and Greece. In fact, all the nations and cultures that had uh, 
kings or queens as their rulers had incest to some degree or another because they wanted to keep the the crown, so to speak, or the legacy in the one family. So there was all kinds of carnage. Hell, Anne Boleyn, who was married to Henry VIII, um, oh shit, what was it I read? Something about Jane Seymour? Um, yeah, I forget. She, but anyway. Yeah, Jane Seymour was finally the one who gave Henry VIII the son. Right, yeah. But, but uh, apparently, uh, I don't know, something about Anne Boleyn and her brother or something like, or cousin or something. But anyway, they're all married to cousins. And, and believe it or not, there are seven states in the United States that do allow incest in a way to grant it to a further extent but in but in most cultures incest is frowned down on and when i say incest i mean mother to son or or son or father to daughter. Or uncle to niece or. Yes. In fact. Aunt one to nephew. <laughs> yeah. One of the. Most reported. One of the most reported. Abuses. Are. Father to daughter relationships followed closely by older brother to younger sister relationships with mother to son and sister to brother being at the low end. Um, and that's saying a lot. I mean, it's said that one in four people in the United States have had some kind of incest or experienced some kind of incest in their lives. Whether uh, purposefully or accidentally, at least on their end, accidentally, um, it might not have been accidental on the other person's end, but it was on their end. That's what they're reporting. I have to say, I, I, I I'm not sure about those numbers. But one in four seems about right. Yeah, I'm not. Sh I'm, 
I'm not sure the numbers here um, in Canada, um, but I would imagine we are just as equal to the United States numbers. You were going to say, Monica? Well, you know, I was, I was talking about my cousin that had mm -hmm. three three children by her uncle. And right. each one of those children have some kind of disability. Now, um, <clears throat> her first one, um, he has glaucoma. And her middle child has a learning um a learning disability and then her third one has uh, a heart valve problem now my 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 parents were third cousins <laughs> so that kind of perpetuates the whole <laughs> you know Hicks and, having brothers and sisters for lovers. And, but I reckon now you got you can't marry your first cousin here in no, Tennessee, you but you can marry your third cousin as they did. And uh I've had people ask me, is that why I'm blind? I said, Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's possible because mm -hmm. incest is one of the major causes of birth deformations well you know and my parents were raised in a small town and <laughs> I don't know if they met in high school or if they met in I think they both quit like in about the eighth or ninth grade so I'm not sure Jesus honey you're just mm -hmm. perpetuating those myths aren't you uh, <laughs> I knew you would if I didn't <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, Jesus, <laughs> you're actually a woman from the South. God damn it. Uh, yeah, I actually am. I have to say, I mean. I try. <laughs> well, <laughs> you don't have to try very hard. <laughs> I mean, with that in mind, I mean, guys, I'm sure you all have heard about all the jokes that people make about Southerners getting with their, you know, procreating with their families. Um, and, and we all laugh about it, but at the same time, I'm not sure it's that far from the truth. As as yep. Pepsi Mama just said, <clears throat> um, however, gee, who <sighs> who wants a hick like me? <laughs> well, trust me when I say there are. Millions of guys on Facebook who want to hick like you. I yeah, I have them write to me plenty of times. Well, you're so beautiful, and you. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, even I've gotten some of those. I get I get 
messages every day. Hi, hi, gorgeous. Hi, lovely. Hi, cutie. God damn. But anyway. But I've not had anybody but you pick on my hick status. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe nobody knows. <laughs> oh, could be. <laughs> um, <clears throat> having said that, um, I want to move on to molestation. Now, incest is not by any stretch of the imagination, the end of the conversation. No. However, we do have to tie in molestation. And molestation is just as, if not more so, damaging than incest. However, some might say that the two are not mutually exclusive. Molestation does encompass everything from incest to abuse to pedophilia to everything. Yeah, and you're all the time hearing on the news about these church people getting in trouble because found out they've been... Um, Messing with boys or girls or. I'm sorry. Did you say church people? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you preach. I'm sorry. Uh, preachers and. Uh, and oh, uh, priests. Yeah. Priests. Priests and preachers, you know. And, yeah. And, yeah. Um, be on the news where they had. Um, it had found out that they had molested these children. And. Mm -hmm. But not just children. I mean, they're congregants, period. They don't actually yeah. have to be just children. I well, mean, no, they don't have to be. But I'm, that's what yeah. I've been, been. That's what I hear a lot of in the news. Right, because that's the sensational part of that crap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the the less sensational part is when they have actual. Um, actual relationships with their congregants be it adult or child even adolescents yeah teenagers you name it sometimes they they come in the form of someone who wants to help that person and then it goes from there, and they start getting closer and closer, mm -hmm. taking more advantage. And those people are, well, they tend to, they tend to get into a place of trust with the person, the victim. And the first thing they do is try to isolate them. And by isolation, I mean, they tried to get them away from all their friends, get them away from oh, yeah. people who they can talk to, 
so they have no one else to talk to about yeah, these things. And and they like to make that happen. Uh yes. because they because what they, they count on the the person becoming attached to them. Uh it, it's kinda like um uh when you when you go to counseling and you get attached to your counselor. Well, thank goodness the counselors that I had weren't after sex with me. But I mean, that's what, that's how it can happen a lot of times. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I have no doubt that my proponents on YouTube are going to snag this show this particular show and say that Pepsi mama and I are into incest and molestation. And that's what we enjoy doing. No way. No, we don't. And if you want to believe that about us, fuck you. You're more of a moron than I ever gave anybody credit for. Er more of a hick than I ever thought about being. <laughs> mm -hmm. So with that in mind, there are, if this is happening to you, I understand that your first reaction is to be scared. You're scared that people won't believe you. You are scared that you will lose any respect or financial support that you have. But when you go to the police, they have no choice but to investigate stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's the truth anymore. Now, I'm sure you all have watched programs on TV where the person who is molesting you is good friends with the police chief and yeah. <laughs> they don't do anything about it because they don't believe a word you're saying. That's entirely possible. However, those are in very, very small circumstances very small numbers yes in in fact fa very rarely do you find situations like that and it doesn't matter that there are over a hundred thousand uh members of the police force in the u.s or Anywhere else. Wonder what Joe Friday would think of this stuff. 
You know, it makes me wonder. It makes me wonder. Um, but I really hope that's not the case. Yeah, me too. But if it is the case, I do suggest you talk to someone else. Talk to a teacher. Talk to a principal, school principal. Talk to your boss. Talk to a coworker or a co-student. At the very least, talk to someone so that later they don't say that you never went to anyone to talk about it. Now, I have to say this. When you report this stuff, it's going to be very difficult road for you to travel. It'll even embarrass you. In several ways. Because you're, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just. First and foremost, they'll ask you to go through every single detail of the molestation that happened. Every single detail. And you don't have to be embarrassed about that. No, but I'm thinking how I would be. You're thinking what, sorry? I was thinking about how how I would have been. Yes. How embarrassed I would have been. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, now, I, I mean... Uh, you now know, you my, wouldn't even think of be a, about being embarrassed. No, I mean, my well, hell, life. you're on the show with me, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> what does that say about me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know... But that's one of the ways that uh, that it's going to be difficult. I mean, my own husband raped me, uh, so but uh, I the only thing I didn't report him because it would it would have been just kind of like a he said she said thing, and now nowadays they view that as something really serious. <laughs> yeah. It's no longer believing just the men. But the other thing you have to be aware of is that whoever is defending this person, especially a lawyer, They will look to dirty up your name. Oh, sure. Your name, your image, your <laughs> yeah, your mommy, your daddy, anything, yeah. anything they can. They will make know. sure that everybody knows about your past sex life, even though they're not supposed to. Well, it's been so long since I've had one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. In fact, in fact, it is illegal 
for media to actually report the names of victims when stuff like that has been reported. Yeah. I've seen that a lot where they don't do that. Yeah. And then, of course, there's Megan's Law. What's that? Which says a person's past has nothing to do with the current crime. I never heard that. I mean, I never heard that law. Where Who did it? Yeah. In other words, you cannot bring up a person's past actions. Oh, I understand. I'm just saying, who was Megan? Was oh, oh, it's a, uh, it's a case. It's a case, uh, a case that was, uh, that made precedent. Oh, I don't remember it. That's the reason I asked. Yeah, it's a relatively new case. But having said that, those laws are serious, but. I mean, I don't have to tell you. A defense lawyer will do whatever he can to get his client off. Oh, sure. And getting his client off is not, you know, whacking them around and letting the cum jizz all over their face. <laughs> it's making you look bad. Yeah. They're going to make you look bad. They're going to bring up your past in some way, shape, or form. They can turn around and say, if if somebody objects to it, they can turn around and say that their line of questioning goes to credibility. But you don't worry about that. You got to kind of be tough. It's hard, but you, you, you got to learn train yourself to, to be tough yeah. in these kinds of situations. And most of all, tell the police everything. Don't leave out any bits. If you were high or if you were drunk, don't leave that out. Because whether you were drunk or or high, that doesn't mean yes to any molestation. That does not mean you let them do it. That does not mean you gave them permission, whether you said no or not. I gave them permission. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> I, a few times that I did it when I was drinking. That's what you, when you said that. I just thought thought about that. Well, you know, I've had a couple of instances where I was able to have sex with a woman who was completely drunk. <laughs> But I chose not to. Because in the end, I didn't want them to turn around and tell me, oh, I was drunk. I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. For one thing, I know that it's a lie. 
because it lowers your inhibitions. Mm -hmm. It does not bring up feelings of doing whatever you want. But aside from that, well, it just brought back memories of my twenties. <laughs> yeah, they're long gone. <laughs> mm -hmm. But aside from that, the facts are it doesn't give anyone permission in any way, shape, or form. No. So. Regardless of how embarrassed you are, make sure that you are open and honest about everything with the police. Because you have to know that if it's in a, any part of the molestation, they're going to find out. And folks, at least just, if they're any good, they will. I just want to say, though, that we're not just talking about women here. I mean, men are are molested to young boys and yes, they are young men. And so, you know, if if you're a man out here and you're feeling vulnerable, um, you know, think about reporting. Mm hmm. I actually had, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I actually had a lot of experience with that because aside from my job as a counselor, I also had friends who would be comfortable, comfortable enough to tell me about their molestation. They would tell me. In fact, when I was younger, we had a friend of the family that we would visit their cottage, their summer cottage all the time, both to stay and to build. Because my dad was helping them build the, the main house. And one of the sons came to me and told me about what he'd gone through with the neighbor. And I believed every word he said because... I'd had the same thing happen to me. And this guy was smart. You had the he, same. Sorry. You had the same thing happen to you with that same neighbor. Yes. That, oh, yeah. He was smart because he would drive his victims up to the cottage where he could be alone with them. 
In fact, that's what most molesters do. Yeah. Remember when I said they isolate you? Mm-hmm. That's one of the ways they do it. Some will take you to a barn. <laughs> well, in your neck of the woods, they would. <laughs> hey. Hey. Hey, uh, hey, don't. You, don't you, look at me. I'm you, just reporting what I hear. <laughs> you, you Yankees up there, y'all have farms barns yes we barns do and, and and don't tell me none of y'all's people don't do shit like that well even up in the cottage they don't have barns for crying out loud well not there well if they did they'd use <laughs> <laughs> anyway um you know there isn't oh. much <clears throat> That you can do, but at the very least, you've got control over who you talk to. Mm -hmm. You may not be able to fight this person off, but they can't stop you from talking. They may threaten you. They may they may make all kinds of of. Threatening statements like they'll take away something or or stop something or whatever. But them taking that stuff away is going to be far better than if they keep molesting you. It may not seem that way at the time. But there's a reason why a certain ring in hell is for molesters. Above all else, you have to think of yourself. Not anyone else in the family. Just little old you. Yeah. You might be thinking that if you rat on the person, your mother's going to be affected or your dad's going to be affected or your mm -hmm. brother or sister is going to be affected. Well, because in so many times, uh, the, the molester makes uh, makes you feel that way. That, yeah, you know they'll tell you this and that's going to happen, or you know uh, your mom will hate you, or you know, or that's right. <laughs> and again, we go back to the isolation because that's all they do. They try to get you alone in so many ways, physically, mentally, emotionally. So that you have nowhere to turn. But that's not true.
And while it seems that we're kind of, well, <laughs> having talked about um, priests and preachers and reverends taking advantage of the congregants, you can also approach them. Because priests who do that are very far and few between. Yeah. I mean, you know, preachers, that that's, there's a bunch of good ones out there. Yeah, there are good ones out there. So if you can't approach anyone in your life, you can approach your doctor. You can approach your priest. Or a policeman that might be patrolling the road or the city or the block. Or maybe, maybe a, a social worker that you trust. Yeah. Count, uh, guidance counselor, for example. I mean, I can't urge you enough. Report it. <clears throat> Excuse me. At the very least, there are helplines that you can call. For example, up here we have the kids' help phone. It's a toll-free number. You can get it. You don't pay a cent to call it. It's free. And they will talk to you about these things. Yeah, we've got something sort of like that. Yeah. Here in Hicksville. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Well, not just in Hicksville. It's all of the U.S. It's a national line. Well, yeah, I was just saying, even in Hicksville. Yes, even in Hicksville. Because I knew you were going to say it if I didn't, so. Well, I actually wasn't going to say that. I tell you what, folks, he talks about being a counselor, but boy, just look at the damage he does to my poor self-esteem. Oh, no, honey, that's that stuff's <laughs> been there for a long time. <laughs> well, yeah, but see, you gave it some help. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I did help it. Yes, I did help it. <clears throat> Are you proud of yourself? Helping to perpetuate your hickness? hickness? No, my... Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I <done laughs> forgot. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I did help that. And, and, and yes, I'm proud of it. <laughs> And, folks, I am proud of who I am. And there you should be. I'm proud of my heritage. Yeah. See, what but. you don't think, what you don't think about <laughs> when you're younger is that, you know, at some point you're going to grow older 
And you honestly won't give a flying fuck what anybody thinks about you. Boy, there was a time I couldn't imagine that happening. I just, when somebody told me that, I would just think, oh, gosh, you're just crazy. You just don't know any better. <laughs> <You> just, <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, God, how many times, let's see, they've thought we were into fucking dead bodies, uh, having sex with animals. Uh, what else was there? Oh, oh we were married hey. to each other. Uh, we were into pedophilia. Oh, yeah, we're yeah, into all of that. Apparently. Yeah, if you believe what other everybody else says, well, yeah, we're 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 married, but we swing. <laughs> yeah, we swing. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm married to Annabelle and. I take weekend trips to Monica's place yeah, just to well, have sex, you know. Well, I'm the second wife. I've told you over and over how uh, Annabelle... Yeah, and Annabelle's Annabelle. pawned me off on her, yeah. Uh, well, I mean... But I'm she like has, a, a sex traffic victim, yeah. But, but see, remember this. See, she she only... Uh, she I, she has all these jobs. I have to, uh, I have to earn award reward points see before yeah, i get to, before i get to sleep with him so that's right it's got, got to be of some use yeah I'm, I'm, someday i'm gonna gain seniority i don't know yeah <laughs> and she does give good blowjobs <laughs> you know so but anyway yeah you quickly find out that what other people think does not matter in the least. And. Reporting molestation. Is your first. And foremost duty. Because at some point. Those people. Are going to get tired. Of molesting you. And move on to someone else. And even I don't know. if you don't sometimes they do more than one at, at a time. So yeah. They're just exactly. they, so they don't really get may not really get tired of you all that much. Yeah. Much. They'll they just, just want it from all kinds of people. But even if you don't care about yourself. Have a care for someone else who's going through the same thing with that same person. Because it may not be the right thing for you, but it might be the right thing for someone else. And don't think that someone will report that person at some point and think you can get away without doing it. No. At the end of the day, you are responsible for your own actions. And if you don't report that person, I hate to say it, but you're just as bad as they are. Well, but you got to consider. Well, just as guilty. 
I should say just as yeah, guilty as they are. Yeah, that's a little better because you got people going through sensitive issues here when it comes to trying to report stuff like that. And they they really have to get to a point to where they they can. Whether Yes. Yes. Gosh, I just earned my counseling degree. I'm so proud of me. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> So let's see how many years have I known you now? About 15, 14, 15 now, roughly. Yeah, see, I didn't even have to go to I didn't even have to go to school <laughs> to earn my degree. You just <laughs> well, you earned a degree. Well, yeah. You never know. You know, yeah. I I first from something that I said that you agreed with, so. You know, I just finally, finally got my degree. I'm so. <laughs> well, I I remember 15 years or so ago, I thought that she was the dumbest dick I ever met, just by the sound of her voice. Um, <laughs> yeah. Of course, she proved me wrong. And most people talk about my my voice being sexy. And well, yeah, most most people are on the other end of a phone sex call, let's face it. <laughs> but um, no, <laughs> I really thought she was a dumb hick when I first met her. <laughs> I couldn't get past the voice. And I'm glad to say I learned better. Well, yeah, yeah but the, the, the funny thing was, uh, we 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 talked back and forth on this list a couple of times and then you asked if you could call me and I guess that's when you for somebody that thought I was a dumb hick you stayed on the phone with me a long time <laughs> well I kind of had to because we Cause, had to uh, fix your problem so there <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have no it just took back. that long to it just took that long to fix whatever problem you had. <laughs> well, it was that I think cartoon. at the time it was Willie, I think. Well that 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 cartoon thing, and yeah, we ended up talking about Willie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Um poor dead, poor Willie. He's but um Incest and molestation is out there. Regardless if you want to admit it or not. And if you have the wherewithal to report it and talk about it with someone you trust, you should. Or at the very least, talk to someone you think will help you. And if you don't find that person, if that person turns out to be not to be the person who's going to help you, find someone else. And you keep reporting it. 
until someone does hear you. Because sometimes you have to scream at the top of your lungs to be heard. But, Victor, there's also the reverse thing where someone accuses somebody of doing that kind of thing um, just because they want to get revenge. True. It happens. I mean, we had, uh, we had a cousin in the family. Uh, my daddy's first cousin. He mm-hmm. can't. He can't stand her to this day. Um, but there was a time when she, um, her her daddy was sent to prison because she accused him of raping her. And he stayed in prison for a long time, and then uh, finally one day. Uh, I don't know how it happened um, because it was before my time of she, uh, she confessed that it didn't really happen. And you think that's bad. I happen to know someone. Well, I was making it short. (laughs) Well, I happen to know someone who is very close to me, whose daughter reported to her teacher that she was being molested by her father. I had a first cousin that did that, too. And this person who is close to me went to jail for it. Eventually, it was discovered that she reported him to her teacher because she was she had a crush on her teacher and wanted to be close to him. Mm. There was no truth to the accusation at all. Right. But that doesn't mean that things like that don't happen. They do. Because they do. I just wanted to, I mean I yeah. just wanted people to see that the reverse could happen too. Yeah. In case cuz I wouldn't want something like that to happen to anybody that uh, that heard this program, you know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean it does happen. But it was taken seriously. And I'm happy about that. I'm happy that regardless of who the kid was, this being his daughter, and regardless of who the guy was, this being my close friend, I'm glad to know that someone took it seriously enough to report it. 
you got friends I just can't imagine. Go figure. <laughs> Go figure. Um, okay, we have no comments, so we're safe to get out of here for now. I guess so. So if you yeah. hopefully have learned anything listening to us, learn that there's someone always out there who's willing to listen and hopefully help you. Either one of us will listen. At the very least, listen to you. And if you want to talk about your experiences, by all means, send us an email, Saturday night party at gmail.com. Or you can tweet me on my Twitter feed at BlindWhos. Or you can message me on our Facebook page. Um, I want to say, and I'm on Facebook too, and... Um, but I want to say it's been a while since I've been on Twitter and I'm going to try to <clears throat> get back on it because I love Twitter. Um, some of my best friends are on Twitter. But the thing is, um, I've been having a lot of problems with my hands here lately and my fingers, they want to go where they want to go and not where I want them to go. So. Yeah, I'm just. So there you have it. Make sure you catch the arts program tomorrow where she, Ma, uh, Pepsi Mama has decided to do Sam Spade. The Adventures of Sam Spade. Yeah. Private detective. Is he a private detective or just a detective? Uh, he's, he's on his own. He's private. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Remember to catch it tomorrow at 2, 2 p.m. Eastern. Tomorrow being Sunday. And uh, we will catch you guys later. And next Sunday, uh, I'm going to be doing 21st Precinct. Yeah. And that program. What she said. That program has to do with um, the New York Police Department. So, mm -hmm. oh, and uh, catch Meet Me on Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern, and you'll be meeting Florence Virginia Walsh, otherwise known as, uh, oh, what is the name of her? Cooking with Flow or something like that. No. Yeah, blind cooking with flow. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Something like that. Uh, but we'll have all that in the description box. Excuse me, it's getting past my bedtime, it seems. Um, we'll have all of that in the description box when Meet Me comes around on Monday. Anyway, that's it for us. And uh, we will catch you next week. On Snap. We don't know what it'll be yet, but we'll come up with something. Yes, we will. We always do. 
Bye-bye, everybody.